What's up, fam? What's up with you? Hey. Hey. So, today is August 1st, 2019, the year of Our Lady, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. (laughs) What's going on? It's the first of the month. Wake up, wake up, wake up. Is that, that's about all you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what's going on with you? Nothing much. Just being an alpha cowboy werewolf like I am. <laughs> so, <laughs> man, I need to find, like, my, the equivalent, my equivalent of an alpha cowboy werewolf. What would mine be? What do you think? I don't know. Me either. It's in a book somewhere we've yet to find. Dang. We gotta hurry up. Some kind of archaeologist, botanist. I can't be a botanist. I can't keep plants alive. We know this. Well, you're gonna learn. (laughs) Because we have an exciting announcement. Yes. We will be moving studios. Yes. And by studios, we mean... Homes. (laughs) (laughs) But we'll have a big room for our own studio and we'll get the right microphones set up and you know we'll We'll, have a whole thing we'll be like for real Mm grown-ups we could have guests yes Mm -hmm. Ooh, i can't wait who's gonna be our first guest i don't know hmm your mom we already had your mom yeah i can't do that didn't count that was a mother's day special yeah well i can't wait i cannot wait we're gonna we're gonna have goats Mm-hmm. Maybe. Chickens, for sure. A pumpkin patch? Possibly. I mean, I, I can't keep plants alive, so we'll see how that goes. I'll keep them alive. Okay. So anyway. Yeah? That's about it for news. Mm-hmm. We had a busy summer. Mm-hmm. We went all over. We've been, I know I've said this before, but we've been everywhere, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We went to, we went back home to visit family. Mm -hmm. We talked about that. We went to Tennessee, to Bonnaroo. We talked about that. We went to Dallas to visit one of our very, very best friends. Oh, we had a great time. We did. We had some D&D. We did. We had a blast. We went to a video game museum. We swam. We hung out. We went to this really awesome nerdy game store. We made some gumbo. Medieval times, man. We went to medieval times. Mm-hmm. That was super fun. We almost... Go Red Knight. All other <laughs> nights are... <laughs> Fuck the Garbage. rest of those nights. <laughs> we went to... Where else did we go? We went to Mississippi mm-hmm. to visit family. And then... Last weekend, we saw a Manchester Orchestra. Oh, we did. Great. We went and saw Manchester Orchestra with some good friends of ours. We partied like we were 20 again. Mm-hmm. Stayed out until 3 o'clock in the morning and drunkenly hit up Waffle House. That was fun. We've had a very, very eventful summer. And now it's over. Pretty much, yeah. School starts Monday. Back to the old back to normal back to normal back to our regular routine we'll have time to do some more podcast type stuff we're gonna get on we swear we're gonna get on itunes and we keep trying yeah 
I don't know. Maybe Apple's weird. Apple is weird. That's why we don't. I mean, hey Apple, <laughs> let us <laughs> let us on your iTunes, man. Let us be podcasters on your iTunes platform or podcast or whatever. I don't know. Just like us. Yeah. Just five <laughs> stars and shit. God damn it. <laughs> so are you ready for some books? Yeah. Yeah? I got fancy because, you know, since since I no longer have an iPhone, I can't get the BookBub app that I love so much. For some reason, Android doesn't support it. So I sought out books and emailed myself all of these book reviews and printed them out like a super fancy person. That's how hard we work for, um, you. Yeah. For you, (laughs) for you, dear listener, that's how much we love you. So without further ado, how many we got? Uh, we have five. Sweet. Yes. Two of them, three of them, you know, with paranormal romance, there's not a, a huge, vast array of, of you know, like, like subjects. Yeah, it's it's kind of it's a niche market. It, it falls to the same tropes exactly continually. However, I did manage to find two books in categories that we have yet to cover. Whoa! And. I think and hope, I think two, at least two. So I think you're going to like them. Okay, I predict. All right, I'm going to predict two. All right, don't tell me if I'm wrong. All right, one is going to be a supernatural politician. Okay. All right. And the other one is going to be, oh, man. <laughs> the other one's gonna be uh hamster shifters okay well let's see <laughs> let's see if you're right okay our first book this evening is called vamps and the city by carolyn sparks and i know you can find this on amazon and i know you can find it you know, in iBooks, which is through Apple. Um, I didn't copy. I mean, because, you know, I copied and pasted everything. I, I don't know how much these books are. But they showed up in the BookBub app. So they're a discounted price. No more than $3. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Who says a vamp can't have it all? Darcy Newhart thought it was a stroke of genius. The first ever reality... TV show where mortals vie with vampires for the title of the sexiest man on earth. As the show's director, Darcy's career would be on track again, and she can finally have a life apart from the vampire harem. Okay, so she's still technically dead, but two out of three is not bad. Now she just has to make sure that a mortal doesn't win. If only she wasn't so distracted by a super sexy and live contestant named Austin. But Darcy doesn't know the worst of it. Austin Erickson is actually a vampire slayer. 
Oh no! He's like Buffy. And he's got his eyes on the show's leggy blonde director. Only problem is he's never wanted any woman, living or dead, as badly. But if he wins her heart, will he lose his soul? And if it means an eternity of hot, passionate loving with Darcy, does that really matter anyway? And that's the end of that one. Hmm. So it's like, I've never, I, I don't watch reality TV unless it's, you know, like murder shows. So do you think it would be kind of like The the Bachelor? The Bachelor, but they're vampires. Maybe vampires and humans. I don't know. I've never seen any of that. So I, I have nothing to compare it to. I think that leggy is the weirdest adjective. Why? I, ne- I never like see a chick and I'm like, whoa, look at how leggy she is. <laughs> well, it's a good thing because I am the opposite of leggy. <laughs> I have like little short nubs. Like short little legged lady over here. There's leggy is is never going to be an adjective used to describe me. Well, it's never a good one. It's it, it's like you've seen that that Instagram reality thing where it's like they're photoshopped, where like their legs are twice as long. As yeah. Their, it's always like, what happened to her? She's quite <laughs> leggy. They're so long. She's freakishly leggy. It's like sideshow type yeah like like when the circus comes to town she's right there with the bearded lady and like the... the the people on stilts with the <laughs> giant legs like... <laughs> that's kind of where and here I comes go. leggy lucy <laughs> leggy lucy <laughs> moving on yes well book number two is called a taste for a mate by Carrie Ann Ryan. And this author is kind of a fan of alliteration. Okay. Taste for a mate. Uh, all right. Is this like uh, Iron Chef? Um, I don't know. Possibly. Look, or like Hannibal. I don't think it's Are Hannibal. Are going to eat people? I don't think so. Let's do some cannibals. Oh, that's <laughs> so much better than politicians. Jasper Jameson. That's where the alliteration comes in. Mm-hmm has spent his life caring for others, knowing that one day he might be blessed with his mate. He's fought alongside his family and pack for over a century, but it isn't until he meets a human who makes his wolf growl that he knows that there's something more than fate worth fighting for. When Jasper walks into Willow Delton's bakery, she knows there's something different about him. But every time he walks back out again, she doesn't know what to think. When he finally finds the strength to ask her out, a new enemy in Jasper's life has other plans. A dangerous pack is on the prowl, and they've not only threatened the Redwood pack, but brought a demon into the fold as well. Forced into a new way of life, Jasper and Willow must fight not only for their lives, but their weakening mating bond. Trust takes time, but the two of them might not have as much as they need. So what do you what do you think about that? No words. No words. Jasper and Willow. It's like a wedding invitation you get in the mail that you will not go to. 
It's like you get to save the date, and it's yeah, this really right cheesy, terrible photo, and you're just kind of like, nope. Jasper and Willow. We never did save the dates. No. We're not. So pretentious. We're not. Well, I mean, no, I don't think so. I mean, we're just not save the date people. You know, that's not our thing. It's other people's thing. I'm not going to. You know, judge. Am I going to hate on it? No, you know. Yeah. I'm sorry, save the date, people. It's useful. It comes in handy, especially if it's a magnet, because I can stick it on the fridge, and I can use it to hold up important papers, like, <laughs> Thanks you know, for the magnet. Recipes. <laughs> and the possible free uh, open bar. <laughs> I don't know. I just, if if we were the type to do that, we would have definitely done that. Uh we're just we're just not hey let's go take some really cute engagement photos and then put it on a magnet to send to our friends and family kind of people i appreciate the people who are however we're too busy for all that shit well that and let let's be honest getting you to dress up and take a picture is a feat in mm-hmm. itself. Yep. So, and you know, I know, it's it's not something that I enjoy doing as well. We don't even have family photos. Why are we gonna take a yeah, save the do. date? We got some family photos. Oh, <laughs> we do. <laughs> we do. We do. We do. Moving right along. So, are you ready for book three? Yep. Okay. This one is called "The Demon Who Loved Me." By Jesse Lane. You ready to hear about this one? He's a gambling man. One brunette bombshell. Shell? Shell. <laughs> one brunette bombshell with a devious mind and a potty mouth has thrust Kent smack dab in the middle of where he never wanted to be. His family. He spent most of his life avoiding his familiar responsibilities, especially the one that required him to join the Ninth Circle Council, the Demon Society's equivalent of judge, jury, and executioner. Then one lost bet with the little Amazon flipped his entire life upside down. With worries about retaliation from the remnants of a rogue pack of wolves in Germany, he doesn't have time to deal with his family or his obsession with Chloe Demas. And she's the biggest risk he'll ever take. After her mother's death, Chloe's world crashes down around her. A secret Amazonian heritage. Ants and a long-lost brother she never knew about. Supernatural beings. With all of the sudden changes, she's decided to step out from behind her facade of an air-headed materialistic bimbo and show her sisters she truly does love them. She only hates their wardrobes. Oh, snap. (laughs) What better way to show she cares about her family than to help prove someone close to one of them is innocent of the bogus murder charges from some ridiculous council? Chloe has no scruples about calling in the marker the demon Kent owes her in order to do just that. It's only too bad she's underestimated Kent's intelligence and his playboy charm. Cool. What do you think about Chloe and Kent? Uh, Amazons? That's like some Wonder Woman shit. Yeah, that's kind of cool. 
That's all you had to say? Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I guess it didn't grab me in the way I wanted to be grabbed. Oh. oh. <laughs> How do you want it to grab you? Um, right, right in the alpha cowboy werewolf canoots. <laughs> okay. Well, maybe. So, was that one of the new ones? No. No? Okay. Oh my gosh, my papers are rustling. It's oh. going to make so much noise. I'm so sorry, dear listeners. I may have had, I may have, I may have had a little bit too much of our non-sponsored Tito. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that we need to hide the fact that we uh, um, read from papers and drink alcohol. We shouldn't. Uh, it's a very care. sophisticated operation we we've got going on here. <laughs> yeah. Shouldn't care to hide the noises. That's kind of our theme. So. Well, we okay. So this next one, this next one, is a book in a not. It's it's like it's a series. It's a type of book that we haven't read before. Okay. It's not. Yeah. It's not like a bear wolf whatever shifter. Vampire, it's not vampire. It's not dragon. Fun, yeah. It's not that. Are you ready? All right. Yes. Okay. This book, book number four, is called Three Wishes, a Jinn Paranormal Romance. Cool. Are you familiar with Jinn? Yeah. Yeah? A Jinn is like a, like a genie. Exactly. It's like a demon, like a Middle Eastern demon slash just mythical creature. If you watch Supernatural, which you should, you see several episodes about the Jinn. Jinn, Jinn, whatever. Are you ready? I'm ready. This book is by Nikki Cardinoff. <laughs> Nikki what? Cardinoff, K-A-R-D-N-O-V. Okay. I feel like it's like I don't know, Russian, perhaps. I don't I don't want to assume her place of origin. You know? Tell me what you desire, love. Ashley Lawrence's life is a mess. Her estranged husband filed for divorce and dropped an even bigger bomb. He's leaving her for the receptionist. Desperate to feel something other than this, than this pressing hurt, Ashley knocks on the door of the city's dark darling, Day Blackwell. Someone once told Ashley that Day had the power to make your deepest desires come true. As a gin, Day Blackwell has spent the last several hundred years striking deals with mortals and then twisting their wishes for his own amusement. But when he makes a deal with Ashley, everything is different. He doesn't want to corrupt her wishes. What he wants is to help her get revenge. Cat. Excuse me, ma'am. We're busy. Okay. He doesn't want to corrupt her wishes. What he wants is to help her get revenge. But as their deal plays out, Day starts to question his motives. Why is he suddenly making up excuses to see Ashley? And why can't he keep his eyes, or his hands, off her? Once Ashley makes her final wish, Day knows they'll have to part ways, and now he's desperate for his own miracle. Because he doesn't want to let Ashley go, and he might just be willing to risk 
everything in order to have the one woman who lights his dark heart on fire. The Blackwell Jinn series tells the stories of the four handsome and powerful Blackwell Jinn brothers. Each book can be read as a standalone. And there are no cliffhangers. Cool. What do you, what do you think about that? Oh, I guess it's different. It's kind of cool. It's yes. like they're genies. They're genies. Yeah. I wonder if there's like some Christina Aguilera playing in the background, some mm-hmm. genie in the bottle. Or one of the brothers is like the goofy Robin Williams brother. <gasps> that would be great. Mm-hmm. R.I.P. Gone but never forgotten. Nice find, love. Thanks. It just kind of, I just like stumbled upon it. Because in all honesty, I kind of got on Amazon and I started doing a search for pirate paranormal romance (laughs) books. (laughs) Because we haven't read, we haven't covered anything along those lines. Mm -hmm. So like, I guess you could just randomly grab other... Um, you know, other paranormal or mythological creatures, and just like make so like, you know, Jasper and Willow met while scoping out the Loch Ness monster. <laughs> <laughs> you could, yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's something for everyone. Yep. All right. Not got... many pirate paranormal romance books, though. So that was a little disappointing on my search. But I did find something that is in the water, part of the sea. And I would love to share it with you. Crab people? No. No crab people. I'll look for that next time. Well, I am (laughs) shell-shocked. Got him. You're so funny. Book number five is called The Merman's Kiss. (laughs) (laughs) And it is book one in the Mates for Monsters series. (laughs) Sold. And it's... Insta buy. (laughs) And it... It is by Tamsin Lay. Oh yes, it is. And it, her her name or his? I'm not sure if Tamsin is male or female. What Tamsin identifies as, um, but it is spelled T A M S I N L E Y, like a ley line. Are you familiar with ley lines? You should read more books about witches. <laughs> Listen, one of my favorite book series is the Rachel Morgan witch series, and she draws her power from ley lines. These books are great. There's okay. witches, pixies, uh, elves, and a werewolf. There's all kinds of things in these books. They're fantastic, and it occurs after something called The Turn. Mm-hmm. Which was caused by tomatoes. <laughs> Not even joking. It sounds ridiculous, but these books are fabulous. That is ridiculous. They're great books. Check out the Rachel Morgan series if you haven't already. 
But continuing with the merman's kiss, I'm going to read. <laughs> I'm going to read about this book to you. <laughs> A sexy, sleek-tailed monster. Z- <laughs> I see it. <laughs> I didn't. Xantu has evaded the mate bond for 35 years, dodging promiscuous mermaids with vile intents. Unlike mermaids, mermen bond for life, and Xantu refuses to accept the heartbreak most mermen die of. That is, until the glint of gold catches his eye. And a simple salvage mission turns to passion. Now, he's bonded to a human. A woman looking for a reason to live. What the fuck? This is an angry cat. Brianna thinks her life is over after... Oh, wow. This is sad. Oh, that got dark. (laughs) Brianna thinks her life is over after the loss of her child. Instead... She falls into the arms of a merman who is anything but cold-blooded. He's wild, seductive, and sets her blood on fire every time he touches her. And soon she begins to need him for more than his magic to breathe underwater. He might just give her a new purpose. But as dangers encroach from every side... It's Trixie. Trixie! You're ruining the podcast. We're learning about merman. <laughs> Where is All she? Right. She left. Oh, she's going into the litter box. But as dangers encroach... <laughs> I hate her so much. What is she playing with? Trixie. Throw you outside. No! This is gonna end horribly. But as dangers encroach from every side, Xantu must choose keep his new mate at his side or keep her safe. Either way, he's sure he'll end up with a broken heart. And that is the second book in the uh, types of books that we have yet to cover. Look into my eyes. Yes. Look into Xantu's eyes. (laughs) Do you see the passion? What kind of name is Xantu? It is a family name. I don't know why that's the accent that mermen get. Like a really bad French accent. Xantu will protect you. So his side isn't the safest side? What? Whatever. Sorry. What? It said something like either keep her by his side or keep her safe. So. Yeah. It's not safe by his side? I don't, I don't I know. Because he's in dude. a merman war. <laughs> what do you think? Like a good match of Magic the Gathering. <laughs> the mermaids are battling the elves or whatever. How do you think mer- mermen fight? Like, do they slap each other with their they tails? They have tridents, dude. So, that was some cool books you yeah. found. You find the best things to read to me. Well, you know, I've got a lot of time on my hands because I'm unemployed. <laughs> <laughs> so, I have to fill my 
My... Stop! Stop, <laughs> Slapjacks, be quiet. So we have a cat. The first guest. <laughs> this is Flapjacks, one of our cats. She's a cranky old lady. Mm-hmm. So we recently listened to an audiobook. Mm-hmm. Like a little short story. It's yes. Ten chapters. <laughs> Stop. It's a little novella. But it was cool. I liked it. You tell them what the name of it is. It's called Even Tree Nymphs Get the Blues by Molly Harper. Yes. It had a lot of interesting characters in it. It had a lot of different stuff. Uh, it was set in Louisiana. Which, which cool yeah that which speaks to our hearts yes um and it you could tell she put detail into like finding the right kind of uh uh, french words and well cajun french words yeah yeah things like that it was cool what did you think about it i liked it um it's about a tree nymph who moves to i'm assuming it's south louisiana they didn't did they say I don't remember, but I remember them saying South Louisiana. So, yeah, she moves to South Louisiana um, to open an, a creamery, ice cream, and she wants to sell cheese and things like that. And uh, romance happens. She meets a human, and he works for the... Cool. So, bye, Flapjacks. Bye. Thanks for joining us. Bye, bitch. Don't call her a bitch. She, she just bit me <laughs> and ran off. She's a bitch. <laughs> so, there's like, it's like a town of supernatural creatures. Mystic Bayou. Yeah, Mystic Bayou. And there's like a, like a shadow government type organization that, I don't know, keeps track of mythological people it's called and, the league yeah so homeboy works for the league but he's just a normal human there's some kind of thing there like i think they call it the rift yes and it's like turning people into shifters and whatnot so i forgot why she i guess because it's like a safe haven for those types she felt drawn there mm-hmm. so that's where she went and it was very short. I mean, it was it was a th- we did the audio book, and I think it was about three hours total. Uh, we actually started it last month on our way home from Bonnaroo, mm-hmm. and it's taken us until this past weekend to finish it. But I enjoyed it. It was a quick. Quick, easy, you know, not read because we listened to it, but it was a quick listen. Something that you can listen to in a couple of days on your commute or if you're going on a road trip, listen to it in one day. There were, wow, you're, you're introduced to so many characters because it's a book series. It's the Mystic Bayou book series. And this was just one small little story in that whole storyline. So you get dragons. You get, I think. Oh, one girl was a phoenix. Yeah, she was a phoenix. One person turned into someone who could tickle you to death, which is crazy. 
it was just the, a, the dudes that were building her thing were like beaver well, it was like a beaver, beaver. shifters <laughs> yeah um so it was just a cute little fun quick listen but we enjoyed it we had a lot to talk about with it it's it's kind of easy to feel overwhelmed with all of the the characters that are introduced but i guess if you read or listen to the series it's it's not a huge issue if you're familiar with that town and the characters who live within it it was also tame it was uh safe for work it didn't get that was that was our one complaint yeah. we're like where where's the nasty <laughs> sex because <laughs> we're horrible people like, I want that late night HBO raunchiness. <laughs> like when you're a kid and you're mm-hmm. surfing through the channels and it lands on Cinemax and it's all pixelated and, and snowy and you get those little glimpses of boobs or whatever. That's kind of what we were. That's kind of what we got. Yeah. It was or, good or USA Up All Night. Yep. That's what that's what this this novella was. It was like watching something on USA Up All Night, which kind of makes me feel a little old. If you you know really because they don't even do that anymore, do they? I don't know. That was kind of like a late eighties, early to mid nineties thing, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. That's something that was on TV when your parents thought you were in bed and they were watching it and you kind of would sneak down the hall to catch a glimpse of or i did my parents used to love this show called silk stockings Silk stockings do you remember that yeah yeah that they loved watching that and i would sneak down the hall and watch it (laughs) i was a deviant at a very young age oh i was oh i was more of a uh usa up all night Checking out Elvira, showing me those cheesy movies. Oh, God, I loved that, too. Well, Silk Stockings was on USA Up All Night. Still got a thing for Elvira. I might dress up as Elvira for Halloween. Oh, hell yeah. (laughs) So, anyway, of course I'm not done with my book. Still making my way through Hagen, the shifter. (laughs) Remind Big, everyone. Bigfoot. So okay, it's a it's a it's a book about a, a guy that turns into Bigfoot. Alright. So I have a little piece of the book I want to read to y'all. Yes. Because it's a pretty good part. And I just gotta prove that I can I can read, you know. What? <laughs> so so far the 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 basis of the story is that in in this town, this little mountain town, the whole family that runs the town, they're all they're all Bigfoot. There's like two brothers. There's a mom. They have a bar. They have a general store. And they do the Bigfoot tours, and they kind of take people out on the mountain, and it's like, oh look, that's where Bigfoot can be over there, you know. But they're actually all Bigfoot, right? Everyone in the town. Or no, just, just the family. The, just the family. And they run the town? Pretty much. Basically? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's just them. So far that I know of. Gotcha. So the story follows um, 
this girl named I don't even fucking remember her name. <laughs> it, hold on. Isn't it something weird like Ainsley or <laughs> I'm an idiot. <laughs> uh, Ray. Her name is Ray. I was way off. Okay. Her name's Ray. She is the cameraman for or camera woman <laughs> for this she she gets hired by a guy named Chauncey, who is a big YouTuber, right? He has a big YouTuber following, so he's going out here to catch Bigfoot. She's her gay friend's named Stuart, so Stuart's like all into Chauncey, and she's doing this favor, going on this Bigfoot trip, um, to film catching Bigfoot, okay. right? Right, gotcha. So this is their first trek into the woods, and they find. A big footprint. So that's that's where we're at right here. In the like story. a Bigfoot footprint? Yes. Okay. Alright, so you ready? Yes. Hit All me. Alright. It was only a matter of time before one of them hit the ground. Hopefully it was Chauncey. Knock him down a peg. Show him the woods didn't care how much money you have or who your daddy is. <laughs> Stuart and the rest of the crew stopped in a relatively clear area next to a large tree. Stuart had his camera trained on... Chauncey and Heath held a long pole with a mic at the end over his head. We are here in the middle of nowhere, walking in the same woods that Bigfoot calls home. He stopped for a minute, looking from side to side. It is so quiet here, it's almost eerie. Chauncey looked into the camera, his face serious. Tonight, we will be right back here, hunting him down, and we will find him. By the sound of his voice, Hagen could tell Chauncey believed every word that came out of his mouth. Chauncey really did think they would find Bigfoot. Probably that spoiled rich kid mentality you could spot on him a mile away. Even Bigfoot would realize he got what he wanted and bend to his will. Hagen had news for Chauncey. Bigfoot didn't give a shit. <laughs> what kind of name is Chauncey? Chauncey. It makes me think of Chauncey. Right. Which is what you sometimes call vaginas. <laughs> a chauncey? <laughs> well, I can't wait for you to finish this book so I can read slash listen. It's to good. It. It's it follows the same tropes. It's like <sighs> Hagen's this mountain man who like can't give his heart away because it'll release the beast inside and it'll you know he's like angel very much like angel angel cannot have a moment of true happiness otherwise he becomes evil angel again mm-hmm. ray is kind of like like the reverse in this trope like hagen's like nah bro and ray's like yeah dude she's like i want that dick <laughs> So, like, so far, she gets, like, assaulted. She gets drunk at the bar. And then they're leaving. She gets assaulted. And then Hagen, like... um, Comes to her rescue. Yeah, comes to her rescue. Like, I think the brother comes and beats the shit out of the dude. And then, like, Hagen takes her away. And, like, she tries to make out with Hagen. And Hagen's like, oh, no. Mm. So, like, I'm at the part of the book where it's, like... She's all like, yeah, give me that shit. And he's like, I just want these people out of my mountain. (laughs) So it's good. Oh, and there's some kind of prophecy thing. 
Oh. There's a, a woman that works for the mob, and she's an oracle. And she made this prophecy long ago that was like, um, red-haired girl will come. She has a scar on her hip, and she'll set the family free or some some crazy like that. So, they... so of course Hagen's gonna find her naked soon and find and see the scar on her hip and he'll be like oh my god it was real time to bone down with Ray <laughs> wow well that's uh that's where we're at that's where you're Hagen. at awesome I hope for more like cause Bigfoot really hasn't come out yet He's had oh, like, really? Yeah, he's had moments where he's he'll like get angry or, or something, and it'll be like, he, he he can feel the change coming. His muscles get bigger. And, but he hasn't gone full Bigfoot on anyone yet. Interesting. So that's coming. Hopefully there'll be some like good, good like Bigfoot dialogue. But so far that was the only thing I found. Huh. And, um, well, that's why I wanted to share it with you. I'm glad you shared it. Thanks. Bigfoot Bigfoot doesn't give a shit. It's going to be the title. It's like Honey Badger. Mm-hmm. And that is the way it goes. <laughs> okay. So do you have any other news to share? Any other things going on? Mm. No, man. You good? Nothing? Nothing no. exciting You want to talk about any news? I don't really have anything. Yeah. No. We're, just in case you're wondering, we're not going to talk about politics. Oh, God, we're not, no. Nothing political. Like, no. we don't, we're not going to get into anything that no. makes anyone feel divided or, you know. Yeah. So, we're, you know, of course there's shit that pisses us off. Pisses us off. There's shit that pisses everyone off, but... That's not why we're here. We just want to get drunk, yep. talk about books, and yep. you know, bone down with Bigfoot, just like everybody. <laughs> exactly. Well, yeah, because even we, even our political beliefs don't always mesh well with oh, each other. Absolutely. You know, you feel a certain way about certain things, and I feel a certain way about certain things, and... You know, we don't we don't want to get into all of that because this is kind of an escape from exactly this yep. insane world that we are living in. There's enough people doing that for us. Right. We can tune into those yeah those things to to get the hey fuck you I don't blow I don't you know yeah it's, no and and that's not to say that we we aren't. Um, knowledgeable on on what is going on politically in our country at least you know there's uh, there's enough going on here right now for us to kind of focus on we we haven't really focused on on other areas of the world um but we're not in the business of you know, really expressing or debating what we believe right yeah. right now. You know, we just... Personally, we're entering election season. We've entered it. Debates are going on. Things are happening. And 
I just, I'm so tired of what's been going on and how things have been happening that I just don't want to focus on any of that right now. Yeah, time to check out. Yeah, I just, I need a vacation from everything that's been done and said on both the left and the right that I, I don't, I don't. Not that I don't care, I care, but I don't want to hear about it. It's just, mm-hmm. it's being forced down your throat so much that I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm exhausted. <laughs> it's just too nasty. It is. I wake up in the morning to ha- to getting messages from family members. It's like, look at this. Like, don't. Just don't. Yeah. You know? Thanks for waking me up first thing in the morning with this bullshit, you know? <laughs> yeah. So, you won't hear us. This is as political as we're going to get yep. on this podcast. And I don't feel like it was political at all. I just think that we were, you know, we're just saying. I don't even know why. I don't know. We're, we're The fact that we don't talk about it doesn't mean we don't care, I guess. We're just tired we're exhausted there's a time and a place for everything and and it ain't here this is not the time or the place this is where we talk about titties mermans (laughs) bigfoot's dick mermen mermen (laughs) wolves bears genies i mean come on so with that (laughs) With that little weird Tito's fueled, not rant. Non-rant. Non-rant. That was a non-rant. That was a non-rant. Yep. With that, I feel like this is where we're going to say goodnight. Or good morning or good afternoon or whatever time of day you decide you want to listen to. Or bon Bon voyage. No, there's a different word for bon. Bonsoir? Bon, yeah, bonsoir. I don't even know what that means. Cilantro. (laughs) (laughs) Good night. We're going to see you guys soon. We love you. Big hugs and kisses from us to you. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.